Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Unfiltered Farm Wives podcast. I am Kelly McCormick, joined by Carolyn Reed. It's been a while since we've done this. We so did. We've got to remember what we're doing. <laughs> I actually had to stop and rehearse the intro there because I couldn't remember what I usually say. It's been so freaking long. It has. It has. Uh, this was what I messaged you the other day, and I was like, I think it's been like two months. And you're like, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Who, you know, um, yeah, those those lazy, hazy days of summer, they're not mm-hmm. so lazy, are they? No. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. I think that this summer has probably been one of our busiest summers. Um, and I had such big plans, too, of yeah. all this fun stuff we were going to do. And every time I turn around, well, oh, no, we got to add this to the calendar. And this kid needs to go here. And this yes. kid, and it's just nonstop. Yes. Nonstop. Yes. My I spend more time shuffling my kids to their social engagements than I do going to social engagements for myself. <laughs> yes. Yes. So as I told you last week, Nick put a uh, on-farm fuel tank mm-hmm. for gas for me. So I don't have to go to the gas station anymore to fill up. And I was like, on one hand, thank Lord. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. On the other, this also means he will now know how much fuel I go through. <laughs> Uh, I filled up Sunday before church and today's Wednesday and I'm below a half a tank. And the only thing, the only thing I've done is run kids places. I've not even gone and got groceries this week. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like so-and-so's doctor appointment, ortho appointment today, da-da-da-da, volleyball practice, Mm -hmm. da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, uh, this kid to this person's house, picking up someone else's kid to come to our house. Um, yeah. yeah, everything within about 10 to 15 miles of us. And yeah, I've, I've, I'm through over half a tank at this point, three that's days funny. in. I feel like that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> Mine's always like, it's just, so you got to go take the kid there and drop him off and come home. And then a couple hours later, you go back and pick him up or whatever. Yeah. Or this kid needs picked up. And everywhere I'm taking them is within less than five miles yes. from my house. But it's the... Uh, Going back and forth. Yes. Five different times yes. every single day. Or yes. this kid needs picked up, but this kid's parent can take them there. So we got to drive across the highway and go get this kid. Yeah. But this other kid, and it's it's just all over the place. It is. It absolutely I is. I got invited to, my sister invited me up to go to her house for a cookout or something here a few weeks back. And I was like, I really want to say yes. I said, but Henry's at a party and I got to go pick him up at a certain time. And I got to do this. And I said, then I got to take Cora here. And I was like, so sorry. My, my kids' social engagements are keeping me from going. I know, right? <laughs> I've thought about starting a business. It's just basically like local Uber for your kids. Like if you mm-hmm. work in an office and don't have a flexible job where you can run your kid here, there, wherever, I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I am um, very much looking forward to when Henry gets his license. Yeah. I am. One of his friends actually got his license back in June, and that's been kind of nice. Yeah. So I can just be like, hey, do I need to give you a ride or is he going to come pick you up? And he's like, oh, he's going to grab me. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> now I can do these 500 other things I need to get done. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's aspects of it I'm looking forward to. And then there's others I'm not. Like the running errands, them taking themselves to practice. Yes. Friday nights being out till 1130 midnight or something like that. No, I'm not looking forward to that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, Henry will drive around a couple of miles, you know, to run and do chores or whatever. And I'm glad he can do that and I don't have to take him. But I also, as I watch the truck leave, my heart jumps yeah. up into my throat a little bit. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or even like I'm not ready. Uh, Colby's had a couple of social things where like, you know, um, siblings are driving or whatever. And I was like, oh, Oh, I got to think about this one. I got to mm-hmm. mentally get myself over that hurdle because, you know, I've not had to deal with that before and everything. And it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But it's like, oh, this is new. Okay. We got to think about this and wrap my head around. <laughs> so when you were that age and your mom hesitated, you were like, oh my gosh, mom, it's fine. I'm just going, you yeah. know, whatever. But now that I'm in the mom role, I, I, I see where she was coming from. <laughs> well, I don't think my parents hesitated. Oh, they yours did. Oh, oh my mine gosh. Did. Mine, I don't, if they did, they never let us let on at oh, all. Mine no. did. Mine totally no, did. The summer after I turned 16, so my birthday's in March, the summer after I turned 16, I had a friend that I knew through student council 
um, graduating from high school. And so that late May, early June or whatever. So just two or three months after I got my license, um, I told my dad, I'm like, hey, I'm going to uh, Krista Prop's graduation this weekend. And he's like, where at? And I'm like, Newton, Illinois. And he's like, where the hell is Newton, Illinois? And I'm like, <laughs> down near Effingham. And he's like, do you even know how to get there? And I'm like, Route 136 over to 74 to 57 down to, you know, whatever. And he's like, he's like, I always knew you would be the problem child because you could read a map. <laughs> and they let me go. I win. Oh you know? And I'm like, it was two and a half, three hours away for, from us. And I just drove it by myself. Oh, see. Ya. And. I don't know. That's terrifying. I know. I would never let my child do that, but I don't know if it's probably, and I'm just projecting here. I don't know, but you seem like you were probably a very responsible child. Yeah. So your parents probably took that in consideration and were like, she's smart. She knows she can read a map. She knows what she's doing. It's not like she's going to get halfway there and get lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, funny you mentioned that. Funny you mentioned that. (laughs) Because my mom and stepdad always said, my mom said once that I was the easiest kid to raise because I had been an adult since I was 11. She was like, Kelly just could take care of herself. Now, my daughter, Colby, was up visiting my sisters in Minnesota a couple of weeks ago. And my dad lives up there now. And he proceeds to tell Colby that of the five girls, I was the worst behaved as a teenager and that I was the biggest problem child and that I would come in at three in the morning, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And she's like telling me these stories. And I'm like, that was that was Aunt Karen. That wasn't me. <laughs> like going through, you know. <laughs> was it Aunt Karen? Or is that just Most of it, yeah. I told her. Colby, I said, the only time I can remember coming in after curfew, because I usually got home earlier than curfew because my curfew was midnight and my friend's curfews were 11 o'clock and 1130. And so... Um, most of the time, and I'm the one that had the car. So I dropped them off and came home and got home earlier there. There's one time that I can remember we got in at two in the morning. And the reason why is because I don't, don't remember where we had been, but who the guy we were driving with, there was a whole bunch of us and his car broke down as we were headed home. And of course we didn't have cell phones back then. Mm-hmm. We had to wait for somebody to drive past us on a country road. He had, we flagged this person down. He went with that person and they took him to his brother's house. His brother came back with a car and got all of us and took all of us home. And by that, by the time I got home, it was like two in the morning. So we just stood there by the car for like an hour waiting for, you know, to be picked up to take it home. Okay. And that I, I'm like, I will admit we got home at two in the morning and I woke dad up when I got home and I was like, hey, it's two in the morning. I'm at home after curfew and here is why, you know. You ran just I didn't want to know. Probably not because they went to sleep. They didn't even stay up for us to get home. That's funny. But so I I was the responsible. But evidently, I'm like, I'm like, no, he's I'm like, my dad, I think you have dementia. You are not remembering. <laughs> funny. I um so was there not like a house nearby that you could walk to and use their phone? Maybe so, but it was like it was close to midnight, and I think we didn't. I think we didn't want to go up and beat on somebody's door or something. I don't, okay. rem- I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Because one time, um, me and my friends were out before a basketball game, and I got my car stuck. And same thing, four cell phones. And so we made two of our friends, we actually drew straws or whatever to see who had to do it. Because <laughs> it was freezing cold. It was yeah. November. And we made them run to this person's house yeah. and use his phone and then had to call somebody to come get us out and everything like that. So I, I can remember the getting in late and everything, but I cannot, I can't remember the other details, to be honest. That's really funny. Yeah. I was only late for my curfew one time that I can remember. And I was at my friend's house um, and we were watching, it was when wrestling was a really big thing or whatever, yeah. and I had gotten parked in. And before cell phones, whatever. So I was trying to get everybody to move their vehicle so I could get out. And I was like five, ten minutes late. And I got grounded for a month. <laughs> I was never late again, ever. ever. I ever. was always 15 minutes early. Actually, it's traumatized me so much. I'm still terrified of being late to yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I don't know. I mean, I was ornery. I mean, I did, you know honorary things that we've discussed in previous podcasts and mm-hmm. everything like that. But as far as curfew goes and stuff like that, I'm not going to lie. It scares me to death moving down here because I've been out at so many social like social gatherings where 
people that you grew up with are talking about their childhoods and they're like, so we got in at midnight and then I went and snuck out my window and I walked a quarter of a mile down the road and met so-and-so. And then we went out for another four hours and I was like, you snuck out. And they're like, yeah, didn't you ever sneak out? And I'm like, no, never, never. Nope, uh-uh. I never snuck out my entire life. Me neither. Never. Me neither. Never even crossed my mind, no, honestly. me neither. Like, I was just... There wouldn't have been anything that was it. to do anything with because, like I said, I had the 12 o'clock curfew and they had 11 and 11.30. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, no. I never, ever snuck out. And trying to think, like, and I could be wrong. I think Tony said he never snuck out either. You know, because he always had a midnight curfew or whatever. I think one time he snuck out, but it was because his brother was stuck and he had to go help his brother get unstuck because they were driving yeah. trucks, mudding or whatever. But that was the only time I think he ever snuck out. So I'm hoping my kids follow that. Yeah. But my kids are screwed anyways because I'm a night owl. So that's right. You'll be up. I'm going to be baking. up anyways. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be up half the night anyway. So. There's no sneaking in or sneaking back out after curfew. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be, Nick will be up, but I'll have been in bed for four hours at that point. <laughs> you hope, at least. You hope. Yeah, that's the goal anyway. <laughs> 8, 8.30. Time to go, guys. And I'm like, I'm just gearing up for my night. Oh, my gosh. No way. No way. But you're also a morning person, and I am not. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did get up early this morning. Um, I think I told you this. Uh, I had to go do chores for a neighbor and I got back home and I just sat with my cup of coffee in the Mm -hmm. chair and read my book and everybody was sleeping. And I was like, well, this is kind of nice. Yeah. And I'm like, will I do this again? No, this is kind of nice. Yes. Yes. My favorite mornings ever. The last couple of years that I worked at Deer and lived in the Quad Cities uh, at the time, A&E had this like... It was called A&E in the Classroom, and it was on from 6 a.m. to 6.45, and it was a documentary with no, they'd taken the commercials out, and it was themed. So, like, in March, it would be, like, about the Irish, close to St. Patrick's Day, it'd be, like, about the Irish potato famine and about the Irish migration to Boston and New York City and stuff like that. So I'd get up at 5.45, go downstairs, turn my coffee pot on, go back up, take my shower come back downstairs and sit in my bathrobe and drink two or three cups of coffee watching A&E in the classroom till six <laughs> and then go back up and get ready for work and then leave. And another guy that I worked with, he, um, he was, uh, he would watch it too. I'd say like, we, we'd see each other at the office and I'd be like, did you see that biography this morning on, you know, Harry Truman? He was like, that was amazing. You know, we were like all nerded out completely. Yeah. That's funny. That's See, something. I do the opposite. I wait and start that documentary at 10 p.m. Oh. And then I'll stay awake till yeah. 2 a.m. And then like the next morning I'm getting up for the day or whatever. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, Tony, I cannot believe you fell asleep. You missed all of this stuff. that happened. Yeah. This and this and this. And- yeah. What's your favorite documentary you have ever watched? Number one documentary. Oh, my gosh. I knew you were going to ask me something difficult. <laughs> um, I... Gosh, there have been so many because I love. <laughs> so I think, I think it was on PBS. Um, Ken Burns, always he always did yeah. all of them, and I thought he did one. There was one he did on World War Two. That's that I, awesome, and the Civil War one's awesome mm-hmm. as well. Both of those, and then, gosh, no, it was the History Channel that did the Men That Made America. Oh, the yes, Men That Made America. Yes, Is that yes. Right? yeah. I we really liked that. that one. I love watching lot. that. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a lot of things that I didn't realize and the connections that were like when you watch that and you see the different connections, there was a lot of things I didn't realize. That How they were all battling it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they were so cutthroat. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just cutthroat. And Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Let's absolutely. talk about that conspiracy yeah, theory. No. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah. They were. And yeah, just the the way they pitted themselves against each other like literally yes like it was an all-out war for them to be on top yeah was it was it was Carnegie? It maybe it's like that now i don't know was it carnegie and vanderbilt who was who were the two that were battling on the railroad and then the one railroad was making all their money off of the livestock being shipped from the west to the east or something oh, like that and so the other guy went and bought up all the livestock ranches so that he had, he, they could solely be shipped on his railroad. I mean, it was just, 
Mm-hmm. It was just cutthroat. That is a good yeah, one. Those yeah. Are good ones. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, I mean, I love, you know, as far as like classics go, the Ken Burns, World War II, Civil War, those are just great. Um, yeah, we, we also own the men who built America. That's a, or made America, whichever it's called. That one's great. The one that probably is lesser known. And I know you and I have discussed it before is the keepers on Netflix. Oh my gosh. Oh, I wasn't even thinking those. Oh yes. yes. That was amazing. Amazing. I watched that when Nick was gone. Yes. 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 It's about the, the Catholic church. It's about a, uh, a Catholic girls parochial school in uh, Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland in the 60s. And one of the teachers who is a nun is killed. And years later, her favorite students go to uh, begin unraveling what happened to Sister Susie. And it unravels this this whole like sex trafficking abuse Mm -hmm. for decades. I mean, it was I watched that. It's five or six episodes. Nick was gone one weekend and I watched that by myself. I Stayed up past eight or nine o'clock because once I started, Woo-hoo. I could like I think I watched. I think I started it and and it was like one in the morning. I got done and I was like, "What the hell did I <laughs> just watch? My gosh!" Mm-hmm. And I had to start watching it all over again the next few nights and then like take it. And I think I've watched it once or twice again since you, then. Yeah, you had messaged me about it and same thing. Tony was gone somewhere. And I stayed up to like, yeah, I started and then I couldn't stop. Couldn't. And it was like two o'clock in the morning and I was the same way. I was like, I need to message Kelly about yes. this and text her. But I know she's sleeping, but I wanted to be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because it was totally not at all like it was did not unravel the way I thought it was going. To. No, no. Not at all. It was amazing. That's an amazing documentary. That is a really, really yeah. good one. Yeah. I get um, I, I get on kicks sometimes about documentaries about like murder mystery things and or like yeah. missing people and then they discover all these other things and I'll go through like watch several of those and I'm like okay Carolyn you've you went down the dark path too long you gotta Absolutely. watch something lighter because it's just so <laughs> when you watch all that awfulness I'm trying to think of the one oh my gosh I cannot think of the name it was on Netflix and it was about a little it was about a little girl who was kidnapped and like grew up with this man, um, yes. And then he he first called himself dad, mm-hmm. and then he called himself her husband. Yes. And he she ended up killed, and her son was killed. Yes. Um. Gosh, what was what was that called? Like the picture, the girl in the picture, yes, or yes. something the like girl that. In the picture. Yes. 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 That one. After I watched that one, I was like, that was really not at all where I thought that was going to go. That one. That one uh, bothered me for yeah. a while after I watched. Yeah. It, so. Yeah, I can only watch one or two of them. And then it's like, I go to, a, it kind of gets dark. And then you're like, mm-hmm. I need like a Meg Ryan rom-com. Yep. You know, bring out, you've got mail and Sleepless in Seattle. I need a cheer-up session here. And yeah, I'm like, I need, yes. a, I need yes. a season of Friends. Yes. Turn it on the Gilmore, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Need to lighten things up a little yeah. bit here. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, some of those. Did you ever watch the Jeffrey Dahmer one? No. So nope. I I can handle a lot. And I made it one episode into that and I shut it off really and I told Tony because he was like what'd you think and I was like nope too much for me too I was like I can't gruesome. cannot watch that I cannot it's too much yeah too much so I never finished I know a lot of people who liked it or you know I shouldn't say liked it but you know what I mean thought it was good and yes. stuff like that well done it was well done yeah, thought it was well, a well done. done learned a lot yes yeah. but I was learning more than I wanted to yes. I think and I was just yes. like nope that's too dark for me yeah. I gotta walk away from so yeah, yeah, that one no. I do enjoy um on the other complete end of the spectrum. So I'm not a sports person at all. Like I don't pay attention to sports. I don't I couldn't tell you any of the basketball teams or anything right now. But we have watched, Tony and I have watched several about um what's the one about Michael Jordan? Uh the one about Nike? Is it Air? No. Uh, well, we just watched the last that one. dance. Yes, the last yes, dance. That's I watched good. that and that was really good. And then yeah. I actually just uh, a couple nights ago, Tony and I watched Air mm-hmm. about Nike and that was really good too. Yeah. And so like, so like, and I think there was one other one we have watched. Oh, it was uh, like an 80s basketball one. I can't think of what it was. Tony would know if he was here. Anyhow, I enjoy some of those sometimes just because I have 
I have known nothing about sports. So I always learn so much about like the sports industry and playing and stuff like that. So, yeah, I I enjoy a few of them. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a huge, huge lover of sports either. I'm more of a hostage to the situation than <laughs> than a fan. Yes. I love it. <laughs> One of my friends sent me a. A uh, picture of a T-shirt, a link to a T-shirt that said, uh, "She's like, this is this is this is so you." And it said, uh, uh, "Go sports, do the thing, get the point." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand basketball better than any of it, but because um, I played growing up. But um, the others, I mean, and I enjoy it. I do enjoy watching the kids and everything, but it's not my like, you know, it's not my personal passion. There's just, there's so many rules. There are. You don't know any and they of the rules. I was at a basketball game watching Max and something happened and I yelled and Nick goes, no, that rule changed, Kelly, from 30 years ago when you played. And I was like, why do they have to change? Mm-hmm. You know, but anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, there are, Max loves the uh, 30 on 30, the ESPN classics. Mm-hmm. There's like That's a, what it was, yes, the 30 on 30. Yes, yes. Yes. He loves those. There's a couple that he watches over and over and over. And he can like recite the the LA Lakers versus the Boston Celtics one. It's like three episodes. But I love the uh, everybody, everybody hates Christian Leitner. Yes, oh, that I love that Loved <laughs> Christian Leitner in the 90s. I, knew. I loved, As soon as you started talking, yes. I was like, she's going to say yep. the one I watched. I, yep. and Nick did too. And everybody, yeah. we'll talk to people. They're like, oh, he was such a prick. And I'm like, I loved watching him play. I loved, I'm like, I loved everything about Leitner and Duke in the 90s. I loved it. And um, I've watched, I personally have watched that one several <laughs> times. That's like a Sunday afternoon, like, if I'm reading a book or scrolling on my phone and we're looking for something that mm-hmm. we'll all enjoy, we'll turn that on. Yeah. Tony and I always, whenever we're trying to find something to watch, we immediately go to the documentaries. Yeah. Because him and I both just love documentaries. And like, we've just about watched all of them on Netflix that interest us. Yeah. And so what we do is like, we'll have Netflix, Prime, um, HBO Max, and we shuffle through them. Yeah. So, like, we'll keep Netflix That's for a couple we months. We do the same thing. And so, we've watched what and we want. And then we cancel it. And we cancel it. And we'll get and stars. Yep. yep. And then we'll cancel and get Hulu. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. We're the same. same. Yeah. Which I need to, we need to cancel because there's a couple things on Hulu that have been popping up that I want to watch. Yeah. And so I told Tony the other night, I was like, we need to cancel Prime or something. Yeah. And go to Hulu for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. The main reason we keep HBO Max, which I think they've changed their name now to it's just Max. It's not HBO Max. um, Is because they have all the friends. Yeah. And they have Full House. And so Cora loves Full House and we'll sit and watch it forever. And like we'll sit and watch that together as a family. Um, and then of course I love friends and that's that's what I have to fall asleep to. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I'm like, we can't get rid of that. Yeah. We watch uh, Gilmore Girls on Netflix repeatedly. That's just kind of like this one that can, we can have going in the background and stuff like that. The wit and the writing on that's pretty good. And we like, we don't, we love watching Friends. We own several of the seasons to The Big Bang Theory. Oh, um, like, like towards the end. Cause like we had watched seasons one through eight or whatever when it was actually on TV. And then we canceled cable back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the Big Bang Theory is something that every year we would buy the season for 25 bucks or whatever. And so we own several of those and we play those a lot, too. And yeah. Yeah, we have we actually own every season of Friends. Yeah. But I would I, I'd rather pay the five dollars yes. for HBO. We're Max the same way to where I just can versus, versus trying to get a DVD. DVD we're the same way. Yep. And yep. I'm like, I just would rather pay that. And then I can mm-hmm. just and then I can scroll to because yeah. so like I I love the whole show. Yeah. Tony thinks the first like two or three seasons, he's not a fan. Really? He doesn't want to watch those. So he always wants to start at like season four and five when we go to watch him. Whereas like I'll jump back and forth between seasons. I don't like to watch season 10 because it's the ending and it yeah. makes me sad. So yeah. I don't hardly watch season 10, but I'll watch every other one. So yeah. And it's just easier. It's convenient. I can flip through and pick which one I want. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't like it when uh, Chandler and Monica get together. I you don't? They, no, I don't. Mm-mm. I didn't really like them as a couple at all. I mean, there were some moments that were okay, but yeah, I the re- I I don't know. Yeah, wasn't my favorite storyline. And I so I had read somewhere 
that they knew they were going to put Chandler and Monica together from like season one. Like once yeah. they knew season one and it was going to be a go, they knew from then that they were going to put those together. And so that's why, like, I don't know if you remember the episode when they went to the beach and yes. like he's talking to her and she's like, I would never date you. And did like they did that on purpose. Yeah. Setting so it up. Kind of set it up. Uh, th- that kind of writing amazes me. Um, after I watched, uh, binged watched How I Met Your Mother, after the whole thing was over <clears throat> and watched all the seasons. And that show like does so much like connecting an episode from season eight, episode three to season two, episode seven. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't know if you've watched it, but it oh, my gosh, the writing on that is so planned out. And so as soon as I was done watching the finale and everything. Um, I, of course, Google, like, How I Met Your Mother, you know, writers, interviews, you know, because I wanted to see what, you know, the whole thought process was. And and I found an interview the day after the finale aired, the main character, Ted Mosby, the guy who played him was like on the Today Show or something. And there was a transcript of the interview. And he said that on his very first day at work, they said, we know how it's going to end already. Like it is completely scripted out in our heads. Crazy. And so, um, yeah, we know the ending before we've even taped the first one. So did you know that whenever they filmed Harry Potter, that they weren't allowed to read the books and that, um, who was the actor that played Snape? Um, oh my gosh. Alan Rickman. Yes. They told him and only him how it was going to end. And nobody else in the cast knew until they got to the end that he was actually helping. They all thought he was a bad guy the entire time. Well, is it that they couldn't read the books or they didn't? I know I'd read that he was the only one that J.K. Rowling told him how it was going to end so that he could play that from that angle. Well, because wait, because when they started the movies, was all the books out? No. That's what no. it was. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She hadn't written it, but she told him, yes. this is how this is going to play out. Yes. But nobody else knew. And then, like, whenever they got to it, everyone was like, yes. you know, shocked or whatever. Yes. Because he was such a fan of the series that he, even after, like, years after they were done filming and everything, he he said he would, um, one of his grandkids or kids or whatever would come into the room and he'd be reading Harry Potter again. And they would say, are you reading that again? And he would say, always. Oh, my. Just like that. As someone who's read the series 10 times, I love him even more now. Yes. that He said, I always, that's my reply to them. Always. If I cannot find a book to read, I will immediately pick up one of those and start reading it. Just, I'll start a book one and I'll read till. Yeah. So, like, Cora read the whole series. And so I had started with her when she started and I made it to book four and then somebody went in my room and messed with the book and lost my place in the book yeah. and I haven't picked it up since. But I've had several other things I've been reading since then. But I had just told the kids the other day, I said, you know what? I said, I think all my books that I have on hold, it's going to be several weeks. I said, I think I'm going to grab book number four and finish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got to quit. We got to quit talking about books, though, or we'll get complaint messages. <laughs> yes. okay. For those of you no, that okay. message us and say... Or what was it? No, they put a comment on Tony and uh, Nick's podcast. Thank goodness you've released a new one. I'm so tired of listening to Kelly and Carolyn <laughs> talk about their favorite books. <laughs> I love it. It cracks me up. Okay, I guess. So So, what oh. should we talk about that they want to know about? <laughs> I got nothing. No. I got absolutely nothing. Oh. So vacations. No vacation this year. So we did our vacation back in... Was it March or April when we went to Florida? I think you went in March. March. That's what I it was. I feel like it was March. I think it was March because yeah. it was right after the spaghetti dinner, I believe. Yes, because my kids miss uh, Lutheran Schools Week, a uh, part of it. Um. So, no. Nope. No vacations. And you guys didn't no, do one either? We have not. We kind of talked. We, we, we left it open. And I know I shared this with you. Like, we've gone to the same place in Florida the last five years. Love it. But um, the rentals have increased so much. They're mm-hmm. triple what it was uh, five years ago. And um, it's one of those things where it's like in 20 years, do I care? Do I care how much money like it costs? No. But here today, I'm like, good Lord, I could spend that, you know, remodeling a bathroom or doing whatever. And so um, but we kind of left it open and we said, OK, let's just see how the summer goes. And the last week of July, first week of August. 
Neither of the kids have any, you know, sports really going on. Um, but then, you know, Colby wrecked the four-wheeler and hurt herself. And so she's had Cairo appointments, <laughs> physical therapy appointments, et cetera. Max broke his nose at a baseball game. <laughs> and so the other day they're like, we're not going to go on vacation this summer. I'm like, go look in the mirror. I've got how many thousands of dollars invested in your I bodies. You. I repaired you That's and the four-wheeler that you wrecked, Colby, you know? She's going to be yes. so mad that I brought this up on the podcast. She's going to be so I'm sorry. But yeah, it's true. So I'm like, well, there went the vacation fun. And mm-hmm. so I think, I don't know. We 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 actually might maybe, we've talked about just going somewhere for four or five days after Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just going to see. We're playing it by ear. We're just going to see how it goes. So we had talked about, like, of course, you know, Tony and I have our big house out in the country, yeah. pasture, everything like that. And then his brother, <clears throat> they have a big property in the country. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, They've got a big pool and stuff like that. And Tony's like, we all have these beautiful properties yeah. and we pay money to travel somewhere else and do the exact same thing we could do at our own house. And so his big thing was, he's like, I want to do a staycation this year. He's yeah. like, let's pick a weekend and we'll go stay at Haley and Allen's. They'll, everybody will come stay here, whatever. And we'll just spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday, hanging out, swimming, doing whatever, riding four wheelers. And he's like, because like we did a vacation with his family here two years ago, I think, went all the way to Gulf Shores. Yes. We went to the beach one time. Otherwise, we hung out in our house. Yeah. We had our own private pool. We just swam there with them, ate, played games, and just did whatever. And Tony's like, why are we paying thousands of dollars when we can do this? And we have all those amenities here. I know. So, I, I know, think- but <clears throat> for us, we go. But, I mean, we go to the beach every single day. Mm-hmm. I mean, our routine is we get up, we lounge around in the morning, the kids go down to the little downtown area and buy me a fancy coffee and bring it back. And we sit on the porch, the screen and porch and chit chat and everything. At about 10 a.m., we all put our swimsuits on. We go down to the beach. We stay there till about four or five o'clock, come mm-hmm. back, shower, get dressed for dinner. And then we have friends that we meet every year. And so then we all, you know, we'll either go out to dinner or we get steaks and go to one person's house and grill Mm -hmm. out steaks and, you know, sit around and drink a bottle of wine and chit chat, play cards, whatever. And so every single day, that's what we do. And Um, I love it. So I love going to the beach, but on the flip side, I hate sand. (laughs) (laughs) I hate, the only thing I hate more than sand is glitter. <laughs> oh, I hate glitter too. Glitter Cleaning up, it's the, the devil. devil. It's it is the, the devil. devil. Literally. <laughs> yes. I hate glitter. But, so the sand thing, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I can get past that. But for whatever reason, Cora can't swim in the ocean because she like breaks out and rashes. Really? Like, I don't know if it's, this, I don't know what it is. So like. She'll swim for a while, but we need to be close to somewhere where she can spray herself off. And so that's a whole fiasco yeah. in and of itself. And yeah, it, it it usually we will last three to four hours on the beach and then everybody is just done. Yeah. Just completely done. And so, yeah. Nope, not us. We We're pack. Like, no, we pack the backpack cooler. We are. I know, right? Like we we go through about seventeen bottles of one hundred <laughs> SPF, but we we buck up and do it, you know. And Nick's got the backpack Yeti cooler, or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. full of drinks. And I've got food in a couple of bags, and the kids are hauling, you know, boogie boards or whatever mm-hmm. they're called, and all that. And we go down there, and yeah, we That's just we, I we love it. We do. We love it. Anytime we've ever done a beach vacation. We'll go one, two days, and then that's it. And then everybody collectively in my family is it's just done. done with it. So, yeah. Which is, I mean, to each their own. Yeah. That's fine. My kids are more, um, they want to do the water parks. They want to do yeah. the fast slides. They want to do roller coasters. They want to do that kind of stuff. So, when we went to Florida in March, me and the kids did Universal. Yeah. And that's all they wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, every single ride we came across, even if it was about something they didn't care about. They're like, oh, that looks interesting. Let's we'll go try it. it. Yeah, let's try it. Yeah. You know. Did you vacation ever growing up? <sighs> Define vacation. I know. No. I know. <laughs> so we did. <laughs> but our vacations were, so one year our vacation was, we drove to, um, oh my gosh, Bansfield. 
Missouri to I, visit uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder. Oh, wow. Like, You're fancy. Like, it was yeah. whatever that was. Yeah. That, that was our vacation. Um, which, I mean, as a kid, like, I liked it, but it wasn't, like, whatever. Um, or we would go out east to visit my aunt because she lives in Virginia. Um, and we'd stop at the... The world's biggest teepee. And yes. oh, yeah, we're going to roll in there and stop there, you know. <laughs> Check that out. Um, my mom's a big shopper. So if there was a strip mall or a mall on the way, we were stopping there for really? four hours to shop. So it, it was not my idea of a vacation. Yeah. Um, so they did take us to D.C. one year. Um, I, w- I want to go back because I was too young yeah. to understand and appreciate it but that yep. was pretty cool um we did go out to new jersey one year because that's where my dad's originally from we did the whole boardwalk thing yeah um that was cool so but it was one of those i mean family of five girls yeah my dad was an over-the-road truck driver so of course the last thing he wants to do when he comes home is drive 500 miles in any direction um so it was more like probably my entire my kids have had more vacations than i ever had in my childhood oh absolutely already. Absolutely. We went on one that I remember that was not a cattle show. And that was, we went to Wisconsin and visited um, my dad's cousins who lived on a big dairy farm. And so we did dairy chores. But you know what? I know. (laughs) I was in seventh grade and we were just completely um, enthralled with the fact that, you know, you had to, you know, bottle feed the calves. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was our, I think like dad's cousin who he was my godfather. They paid me like a silver dollar at the end of the week. And I thought that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we fed the bottle calves and um, yeah, my dad, you know, I mean, like dad grew up in the fifties and sixties and they had dairy cows. Um, because you had everything back then, mm-hmm. chickens, dairy, cows, hogs, beef, cattle, et cetera. And um, he, you know, the majority of my childhood was, my dad's farm was just, you know, commercial grain. And he we, he missed that, you know, did he want dairy cattle? Hell no. Was he excited about spending three or four days at his cousin's farm and reliving his childhood? (laughs) Yes. Yes, he was. And so that's what we went and did. And then when I was in high school, we started showing cattle at some of the bigger shows. And so we'd go to Denver or Louisville or Houston or wherever. And so that was basically our only family vacation. My mom did take us down to Florida one year, too, because... After my mom turned 18, she actually lived in Florida for a couple of years. And so she wanted to take us back there where she had, you know, her old stomping grounds is what she always called it. So we did do that, but she was mad at us because we just wanted to stay in our hotel room and watch TV. And she was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, we have three TV stations at home. They have cable. I can watch so much here. She was like, no, we're going and we're doing and did it. And I was like, we just want to eat pizza in our room and watch cable TV. (laughs) (laughs) I was was real cool as an eighth grader. I remember it was like my eighth grade year. So I was like, we just want to hang out in the hotel. That's That's great. That's great. Some of my favorite things though is every single trip, that Tony and I have been on and taken our kids on, there's always one night where everybody is just wiped out exhausted. Yeah. And we order pizza in and we lay around in the hotel and we watch TV and we eat pizza. And it's like, like every single vacation we have that night where we're just like, we're done. Yes. We don't want to go out to supper. We don't want to get dressed. We've swam all day or done whatever all day. Let's just get pizza. Everybody can watch a TV show and let's just chill. Nick does not handle it that way. Nick is like, we did not drive all the way to Florida and rent a house to sit here tonight and watch TV. You know, it, if you can imagine Red off of the 70s show. <laughs> I love that. Red, though. I do. <laughs> I always tell everybody, Tony is Red, and yes. I am 100% kidding. Yes, Nick and I, too. Nick and I, too. And And so, yeah, it's like, yeah, Nick is like, and we're all just like, can't we just get takeout pizza and mm-hmm. just like mindlessly scroll? Yeah, and it's always like that fifth or sixth night. It's close mm-hmm. to the time where you're headed home. Yep. And you're just like, you almost just need a break from vacation. Right. Mentally. Well, it's just like when I go on vacation, I want to go and see things, but I'm also going to relax, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's the way our trip was. So like, When we went to Florida, so day one, Henry and Tony had a fishing trip. Day two, we did Universal. Day three, 
we did the zoo. Day four, we went to visit some uh, people that Tony knew down there. Day five, we did uh, Kennedy Space Center. Yeah. And, like, by the time we we luckily found a house there at, um, oh, I can't remember now where we stayed. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. Um, we were just like, we just need to bed. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. We just need to. And we did. We just lounged around. Yep. We had went grocery shopping, and I bought a whole bunch of groceries. We swam in the pool, played volleyball with the kids. I lay, I read two books in a day it was glorious yeah it's glorious and we were like we're just done we've done all the fun things and seen all the things and it was great i love doing that but i need to chill but that's so. why i like our florida vacation and that's why i like sitting on the beach for six or seven hours every day because i just lay there and i get up and i get in the water and cool off and you know we'll go out there all of us and talk and stuff like that but otherwise we sit we we have you know we rent umbrellas and chairs Mm -hmm. and we sit under there and i read books and you know i will say there is nothing quite like reading on the beach yeah and you lay there in the sun and you read until you're so hot you're like oh my gosh i'm gonna die and so then you go and you get in the ocean, you yes. and play with your kids for a little bit, and then you dry off, and you're like, okay, I'm cool. I'm, I'm yeah. ready to pick back up on that chapter and just chill. Yeah, because I don't think we could ever do a staycation. We couldn't. Nick would be like, well, I've sat here at home for six hours now. I'm going to go up, get up and go do this or go do that. You know, he, and so I don't think we'd be able, I don't think we could execute it successfully. I think that if I wasn't at my house, I would probably Maybe, be yes. better about yes. it. Just because I'd be like, I really don't want to drive all the way home, you know, to do X, Y, Z. But this is also why I'm not a camping kind of person. Oh, no. I... I just, I, I would, I've been camping before with friends and like, I can do it for like a day, maybe two. And then all I can think about is all the things I need to get home, done at home. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I need to do laundry. Yeah. I got work on Monday. I really need to do this and this and this. And then I can't enjoy it. But the craziness of the people that camp 10 miles away from home (laughs) and they go home and do those things during the day i you and i both have friends that do that they were Uh like well i ran home and mowed the lawn and i showered and you know or Or their kids sports schedules so they're running all over to sports yeah and i'm like you're basically maintaining a second residence Mm -hmm. because then they'll have a permanent campsite too Mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't i I can't wrap my brain around it i'm like that just sounds exhausting to me that sounds like so much work maintaining this yes yes we're barely maintaining things here yes i have to do too well and as my friend shannon our friend shannon said she's like i don't understand camping she said my house is my sanctuary from the outside mm-hmm. world it's where i go to escape the outside world i'm not trying to escape it <laughs> yes. i always tell everybody everybody is always baffled because i i, I work at home you know i'm home all day yeah. and then they're like oh don't you want to get away and i'm like no no, no i like i like my house i paid yeah. i paid a lot of money for it i put a lot of time and energy into yeah. it. i like it i yeah. like it here it's i nice. had a hard time coming over here tonight <laughs> I get it. You're just a couple miles away. I know. I totally get it. And I was home all day today. (laughs) I totally get it, though. That's that's an introvert. Yes. I'm I'm not antisocial by any means. You can come to my house, and I'll socialize with you all evening long. Um, But I would just really rather you come to my house. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally get that. Yeah, I'm pretty social and everything. And it's just, I like being at home, you know? I do too. Yeah. I I like my house. I I never used to be that way. I used to look for reasons to go. Oh my gosh. After I turned 16, I can remember my sister and I would come up with excuses every single night to go to Effingham Walmart to get something. We we desperately needed that just to get out of the house and go somewhere. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Well, because no you're clue. young and it's fun. And yeah. You just want to get out of the house and explore and whatever. I so. did. Oh, you, we were talking about vacations. Here's one for you. So when I was in high school, um, I was involved re- a lot with student council and FFA. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of ap- opportunities in those two organizations to take trips. And I would do every single one. Like I was like, okay, family, if we're not going on vacation, Kelly's going to create her own, you know? (laughs) And so I, I know in high school, I think I went to Washington DC three times, once with FFA, twice with FFA, maybe once with student council. I know once with FFA for sure, once with student council. And then 
um, like for student council, there was like, you know, you'd have like a state convention, but there was a national convention too. And there was in Chicago. in for Joaquin, student council? Yes. Yes. It runs the exact same as FFA. There's state conventions, national conventions, there's districts. I've never even heard of yes. such a thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Continue. I, our, our librarian was our student council advisor and she was very, very involved at the, the regional and state level. And so she got us all involved. And so we did all those things and went to leadership conferences with it and everything. And so, um, anyway, there was a teacher out of Waukegan, Illinois, named Hank Clark, and he was the student council advisor at whatever school at Waukegan. And his wife was named Faith, and they had no kids. And they were probably, I'm going to guess that they were 55 years old, around-ish. They seemed that they seemed that age when I was in the teens. They could have maybe only been thirty. So they probably were like thirty. Yeah, 40. probably, probably. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I mean, and so they had no kids, and so every year, they would take the Illinois delegation to the national convention, and they would arrange a complete vacation around it. So the convention itself was only three or four days, but we would be gone from 10 to 14 days. So one year it was in Denver, Colorado. And so we went to Denver and I mean, we went to New Mexico and toured like the Pueblo. I mean, like they took us on all of these vacations. And I'm talking about, it was those two adults, Hank and Faith Clark with 55 high school kids. Oh my and gosh. we all behaved ourselves. There's no we way we were on do that a now. Greyhound bus, and we went. I mean, we were gone for two weeks with these people, and and we changed hotels every couple days and everything. And they did the same thing the next year. The state, the national convention was like in Delaware, and um, we went out there and went to like. That's when we went to D.C. They took us to Gettysburg and toured Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Um, all of these things. And then another year it was Louisiana. And so we went, they took us to, I went three of the four years that I was in high school and, um, yeah, toured everything down. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. I did a, I did a youth rally in, uh, New Orleans, um, gosh, probably my junior, whatever year. Um, but that was probably the only like well, our senior trip, of course, we went to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, but those were the only trips I really took, like, in high school with classmates or whatever. So, yeah. That's crazy. It was, I'm, and I still am friends with some of the kids that went on those mm-hmm. trips. And, um, that's insane to me. Yeah. There's no way, I'm sorry, you could not pay me enough money to take 55 high school kids anywhere in this. Like, I know. I, I, in today's day and age. No. But we all just, no. it was, you know, 92, 93, 94. We just, I, and unless there were some goings on that I didn't know about, but I don't there think there was. was. <laughs> I really don't think there was. I really, really don't. I think we, I think everybody just really behaved. Maybe everybody was just appreciative of the opportunity yeah. they were being given. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe. I don't remember anybody being whiny or ornery or homesick. Or, we just got on this bus and, you know. You, you kind Powered of, through. you had your little clicks that you sat with and everything, but everybody got along and yeah, it was amazing. And I'm really like, I'm so thankful to this day mm-hmm. for seeing some of the things that I got to see and experience because oh, yeah, absolutely. they were willing to do that. And I mean, cause I mean, my parents weren't going to, you know, take me to New Mexico to see the <laughs> Pueblo ruins or whatever, you know? And so it was amazing what they did. That's awesome. But yeah. That's really awesome. I I always think back like, so when we were younger, of course, there were five of us girls at home. Yeah. But then as we got older and my sisters moved out, that's when the bigger vacations yeah. came, you know, and we did more because they could afford it. And I totally get that, you know, looking back on it now. But, yeah, there were some things I could have rather done without. So there's something called a, a tamarack. It's like a. I know the name. It's it's. Is it a canoe or something? No, 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 no. It's like a, um, a welcome center or whatever or something. It's it's somewhere between here and Virginia. And I just remember we had to stop there every single time and get like knickknacks and stuff like that. <laughs> I was very familiar with the tamarack. I think it was tamarack. <laughs> I don't know. When I go to Minnesota, I get really darn excited when we cross into the Wisconsin line because of Quick Trip, which is like the best gas station ever. <laughs> like, I'm like, we're in Wisconsin. We can stop at a Quick 
quick trip. <laughs> what's the? Oh gosh, what's the one in Florida? Is it Bucky's? No, no. It, they because I whenever we went down there, I got pretty excited about it because they serve food as well. Like you can go and order food, yeah. and everything else. Gosh, what is it called? I can't think of it now. I'll think of it as soon as we get done podcasting. But yeah, <laughs> like we had been down there a couple uh, for several days, and I was like, "Ooh, ooh go stop there, go yes, stop there!" And I was yes. like, "Then I don't have to take the kids to supper. We're gonna get chicken nuggets and that crap. Here yes, and gas and drinks, and be done with the yes. whole thing." Yes, quick trips are amazing. I love them. I'm I get super excited. That's funny. I've, yeah. I've never been to one. Never been. Sorry. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to write that down. Tony, take me to quick trip. Yes, that's my next vacation plan. <laughs> That's like he's in South Dakota right now um, for a farm show or whatever. And it, it was just one of those things where the way our schedule worked, it just was not convenient for me to go at this point. And I went with him last year, and it was great. I loved going, but I was like, you know what? You go ahead and go. He took Henry with him and one of Henry's friends, and I think it's great Henry gets to experience that or whatever. Um, but I did tell him, I was like, oh. I am a little jealous because you're meeting people for dinner tonight and it's probably going to be somewhere nice, like yeah. real food. And I was like, I do enjoy that aspect of it and trying yeah. new foods wherever yeah. we go. Yes. yes, He doesn't. No matter where we go, he's going to order a cheeseburger and fries. But I'm like, <laughs> I get the whole menu and I get to pick whatever I want. <laughs> Nick's dad's the same way. Oh my gosh. He's he doesn't he's just gonna order a burger and fries. Yeah. It drives yeah. me insane. Insane. <laughs> I'm like, we're in Florida and you're eating a cheeseburger and fries. Mm-hmm. Come on, branch out a little. Branch out. Whenever we went to Florida, I had told him, I said, the only thing I want is one night I want to go get seafood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's all I want. And so the kids all ordered their stuff cheeseburgers chicken nuggets and i'm like i'm gonna have crab cakes and shrimp tacos i ordered like four things yes and cora was like are you gonna be able to eat all that and i said even if i can't i'm gonna make myself yes it's the one time yes i get to do all the things yeah i ate it all oh (laughs) and then some i love crab cakes oh my gosh me too oh my gosh they're amazing i've made them from scratch one time and they were fine but yeah it's just not the same no i agree mine too the same yep totally agree Oh, well, lady, it's, yeah, we just really, I mean, we had so much to talk about. Well, we hadn't done this in a while and we haven't even really gotten together and just had a couple drinks. And I know, I mean, we talk every day, but not really about stuff like this. And so, yeah, it's our schedules are, our kids are keeping us too busy to do anything. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They're so freaking busy. (laughs) Slow down guys. (laughs) Your moms are tired. Yes. Yes. But yeah, yeah so. no, they have a good group of friends. And, they do. you know, I mean, I love everybody they run around with. I and do too. there's nobody that I'm like, oh, ee, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know the day's coming when I'm oh, going to sure. think that for sure. But as we're, of right now, <laughs> we're, we're junior high. We haven't hit high school yet. And high school is definitely going to bring that out. I'm sure. Yes, so. yes, yes, but, yes. Yeah, no, great group of kids. Yeah. So I'm glad they all run around together. I just sometimes wish they wouldn't run around so much. You know? <laughs> No, I'm one of those. I never got to do a lot of that when I was I younger. Know. So I'm like, I'm all for it. I'll, yep. I'll be the mom that drives everybody everywhere. I'll pick up people. If you want to go to a tractor pull, I'll take the yes. kids. I'll do it all. That's fine. Yes, so, I'm the same I wanted way. I to have that way. Yeah, because I don't know how your parents were. I mean, we lived seven miles outside town, but it was like, you'd be like, oh, so-and-so invited me to come in. And they're like, <sighs> not going to happen. <laughs> They would do it, but it was, it was my parents were, I mean, they were just like, you could tell they weren't really excited about running Mm -hmm. me into town, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, (laughs) nope. I'm happy to do it, but yeah. Anyhow, well, I guess we better wrap this up. So how do we end this? I don't remember. (laughs) We say something like, well, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Sounds good. (laughs)